The World Show with Nikki B. If you missed it live, catch the podcast on kaya959.co.za. I'm Nikki B. Thank you for being with me on tonight's journey. Music that deserves to be heard on the World Show. And with me now, coming to us all the way from Lisbon and Portugal, is uh, a brother that I can't believe I've just met now because I feel like he's an old friend because of the music. Milton Gully, welcome to the World Show. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We've been emailing each other for how long now? It's years. You've been sending yeah. me such beautiful music. Yes. And yes, yes. To Congolotti Records. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we're going to talk about Congolotti Records as well. I want to know more about that. But to okay. start with, Milton, because it's the first time that you're on the world show, a little bit of background. Where you come from, where you grew up, and when... Did the music uh, come into your life? Okay, I was born in, in Lisbon, Portugal. I am son of a Mozambican parents. Um, and I grew up on the suburbs of Lisbon. Um, and music came around. I, I, my, my parents always had, I think, a good taste in music. There's all kinds of music being played in my parents' house. And when I was 15 or something, uh, my father brought a, brought a guitar home that was uh, a gift from a friend. And it kind of sparked my interest. Uh, so there were a few friends of mine in school that were starting to play as well. So I, I started bringing the guitar to school. So that's how it started. And I never stopped since. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still playing the guitar. <laughs> yes. 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 But now you've also made music, um, you know, your career. And um, how did that come about? And, and you, you not only work as a musician, but you also produce other artists. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the first band I have I had was uh, Philharmonic Weed. It's a band that doesn't exist anymore, but I started when I was like 18 or 19. Uh, in 2005, I entered uh, a funk jazz, acid jazz band from Lisbon, a really famous called Kulip Noise. And I started an Afrobeat project called Cacique 97. In 2011, I moved to Maputo, to Mozambique. And uh, uh, I started working with two rappers. One of them is Azagaya, the other one is Simba. Uh, and they, you know, kind of asked me to produce because they knew my music from the, the Portugal projects. And, uh, and after I produced those two artists, I realized that there wasn't like um, uh, any record label operating with new artists in Mozambique. So that's how I started Congolotti Records. and. In Mozambique was the place where I produced uh, uh, more artists, you know, uh, Azagaya, Simba, Raskank, Deltino Guerreiro, Tassiana, there were a few. And there were a few artists that I supported with, you know, counseling and stuff like that, uh, not only producing, but helping with other matters on, on the label. And what was the reason? I mean, did you go to Mozambique just because you felt you must go to the, the roots of where you come from? Or was it also a musical journey that took you there? Uh, I, I went to Mozambique the first time with my parents, the whole family, my parents, my sisters. We went to Mozambique 
on vacation in 2006 and I fell in love with it. Yes. I never had really, you know, uh, curiosity of knowing Mozambique when I was small, but uh, after I went there in 2006, I, w I, fell, I fell in love. And I met a lot of artists uh, in, 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 in those vacations. So in 2011, there was, you know, the financial crisis here in Europe and in the world and the shows were, I was having less shows and there was not much stuff happening. So I decided to go to Mozambique and when I arrived, it was really easy because I already knew a lot of artists in Maputo. So it was, it was really easy for me to, to you know, to fit in uh, the music markets in Maputo. Yes. Amazing. So I've got more to ask you around that, but for now, I think we must hear a song. And as I was saying to you off air, this song I've been playing, I've played a few times on the world show and every time I play it, I get such a beautiful response from people. I love the message in it. Uh, yes. So I'm going to play Lobo off your album, Cotidiano. Uh, did I pronounce it correctly? Yes, yes. Okay, good. Tell me about Lobo, anything about, it is the opening track on the album, but anything that you want to say about this track? Yeah, it was actually, it was one of the last songs I composed for the album. Uh, I had a few sketches from some other songs, uh, but I, uh, I was in Maputo at the time and I kind of made like a artistic retreat to Tofo in, in Yamban. It's like a beach uh, area. And I have uh, a lot of friends there. So they kind of uh, lent me their, you know, vacation bungalow. And I brought all my stuff, the portable studio. And I think Lobo was the first song I produced there on, 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 on that, uh, on that uh, area of Mozambique. And I was just inspired, you know, by nature and uh, the beach and <laughs> everything. Yes. So Lobo came... Uh, uh, a little bit out of that um, little phrase that starts the song from Carl Sagan, the famous uh, astronomist. And uh, I think it's it's such a powerful uh, 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 message that he says in, in, in such a short time that I, I, I thought the, the song just came out of almost automatically out of that out of that sentence. You know, it was it was, it was a really fast song to make. Yes. Really fast. <laughs> yes, and it is one of those songs that does remind us, I think, you know, to care, as you said, inspired by nature, to actually yeah. honor the planet we live on. Yeah, it's true because you know we are we are worried about so many stuff in this planet. We are fighting for for borders. We are fighting for religion, for money, and we always forget that we are just a little dot in the middle of the universe. Absolutely, <laughs> not even in the middle. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and there's you know there's such a huge universe out there that we forget how small we are, and we, and we are really bothering with uh, you know small stuff that shouldn't be happening anymore, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. The song is Lobo. It comes off tonight's special guest, Milton Gully's album. It's his uh, first full release as uh, a solo artist, as Milton Gully. As you hear, he's released a whole lot before that. But check mm -hmm. it out. I'm sure you remember it from weeks gone by. But I'm sure you will love hearing it again on The World Show.
Fire 959. Yes, from tonight's featured artist, absolutely beautiful. The track is Lobo. He is Milton Gully, and the album is Quotidiano. Milton, what does uh, Quotidiano meet, uh, mean, and why did you choose that title for your album? Quotidiano uh, means uh, 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 everyday life, you know, like everyday routine. Uh, I chose that title because uh, all of the songs in this album uh, were inspired by everything I experienced in Maputo, you know, the uh, all the people coming to work on the city every day, coming from the suburbs and... Uh, you know, it's it's kind of a, a photographic uh, um, portrait of 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 the life of Mozambican people. You know, yes. So that's why I chose that 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 title. Yeah. <laughs> and I also noticed because you would send me the various singles over about a, a year period or more, you would send me the different singles and release them as singles. So yes. at what point? I mean, when you made each track. Did you foresee it as a full album or were you making singles and then decided, hang on, this works together? No, no, no. Uh, the singles were already taught as a part of an album, you know. So uh, when I released the first single, it was Jogador. Uh, I think it was late 2009, 19. Yes. 19. And uh, uh, I was already, you know, working on some of the songs for the album. Uh, but I, you know, kept kept working on it through 220 and, and 2021. So it, it was already uh, idea. There was already an idea for for an album. Yeah. Yes. Now your album, this album, in fact, your your music, um, for me is is incredibly African. It's very much contemporary urban African vibes. But, you know, and, and, and knowing that you grew up in Portugal, that you were born and grew up in Portugal, what, besides the fact that your parents are Mozambican, what is this connection with African music? Had you, had African music been playing at home in the background or was this something that you strongly found when you went to Mozambique? Uh, no, Af African music has been playing in my, my house since forever. You know, music from Angola, Mozambique, uh, Cape Verde, Senegal. Uh, even my grandmother used to listen to a lot of African music. And a lot of people don't know this, but Lisbon is one of the most uh, African cities in Europe. You know, you, you, yes. we have a lot of people here from from Angola, from Mozambique, from Cape Verde living in Lisbon. So I grew up in a city where, you know, there's African people everywhere. And there's African music everywhere. And a lot of big African artists from these countries actually live in Lisbon. So Lisbon has, has always been really, uh, really very connected with African music. And, and it's always been here. When I went to Mozambique, I, you know, I, 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 I got to meet the most uh, traditional music and the new stuff that was happening here because... Uh, uh, to be accurate, accurate in 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 Portugal, the um, Mozambican music is is not really getting here. You know, you, you the the African music that you get here mostly is music from Cape Verde and from Angola. So I w I, w I was I, I didn't have access to a lot of the uh, Mozambican music that was being made. 
So when I moved to Maputo, that's where, you know, I got a breath of fresh air of Mozambican music. It was it was really inspiring for me. And I suppose that's also, uh, that must be part of your, your the mission of uh, Congoloti, uh, the label, because I'm sure that, you know, saying that you couldn't access Mozambican music, I'm yes. sure that must have been part of the reason why you thought, what can I do to bring this music to the world? Yes, yes, that was one of the reasons. And uh, because uh, even now when I ask, you know, in Portugal, do you know any Mozambican artists? Maybe they can refer one or two, but they can refer much more artists from Angola or from from Cape Verde, uh, even from Guinea-Bissau. Um, Another reasons that I, uh, another reason that I started the Congolati Records was when I arrived in Mozambique. I was looking for the artists that I knew online, and I couldn't find like a biography, like a cool photography, nice videos. So that was one of our missions as well, you know, to get Mozambican music online and with good yes. with a good presentation, you know. Yes, and that yeah. is something you can obviously continue from wherever you are in the world to keep yes. sharing beautiful music. Uh, yes. Afropolitan music is what I'd call it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so on the note of African music, I think I have to play a track which, oh, I'm blown. This track, when you gave me the full album, this was the track that caught my ears. It's Marabenta. Tell me the full title of the song and what the song is about. Uh, the full title is Marabenta, Pés Pretos. Uh, Pés Pretos means black feet. Uh, it's a kind of a love song, you know, about a about a imaginary woman, and uh, I'm kind of chasing that woman around the country, and <laughs> that, that's about it. And where does Marabenta come in? Because Marabenta is a musical style. Yes, it's a musical style, but what I'm saying in in the chorus of that song is the. I, I, I want to hear the Marabenta coming from the my stereo, so I can dance with this woman. You know, that's that's the chorus of the song. <laughs> and that's for sure. If any music is going to make sure that we dance, it is Marabenta. <laughs> Milton Gali with me on the World Show. I'm Nikki B, and we are exploring his album Cotidiano. And uh, yeah, it's my absolute pleasure to play for you this track, Marabenta, coming up next. Kaya959. What a track. It blows me away every time. And Milton, I'm going to try and pronounce it properly. So Marabenta I've got, but then it's Marabenta Pesh Pretosh. Yeah, Did I get it right? Oh, good. <laughs> now I know for future. But by the way, I played you two versions of the same song. You know, I was thinking of Miles Davis and he said there's no mistakes in music. So there we go. I hit the remix first and then I decided to do a double play with the original one. The rem And I wanted to talk about the remixes. So tell me about who did that remix and a little bit about the remixes of some of these songs. Okay, this remix uh, was made by South African uh, Kid Funky. 
he's an artist that I follow for a long time. I really like his music and, and what he's been doing doing with uh, electronic music in in South Africa. I n never met him personally. It, it was a kind of a contact I made through our record label in UK, uh, Tangential Records, and it's. It's probably one of my favorite remixes so far. Yes. <laughs> For the album. You did a few, yeah. you, 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 uh, uh, you've got a few different remixes done by a few different producers. Tell me at what, you know, you released the album. How did it go? And then you did the remixes or was this happening at the same time? No, there were two remixes done before the album came out. The, those are the ones that are on the last part of the album. It's a remix by Portuguese uh, producer Casper. He's, he's a f famous here. He's, he, he does a lot of house music. And the other one is by a Mozambican producer called, called 40D. He's do, he does a lot of Afro house. Uh, the other remixes uh, were ideas because I, I always... I always like this idea of doing a remix and, and, and it's good but because you can reach uh, different audiences and plug them into your own your original music. So uh, Lee, Lee Bright, he's, he's the manager from, from my label. He, he keeps suge suggesting me people that can, you know, can do remixes <laughs> for yes, the album. Yes. We've done a few. Uh, we've done uh, one with uh, Congolese artists uh, Olivia de Lanzac. We did with uh, British producer Mr. Bird. We have a new coming, uh, new one coming in the end of September by Origin One. He's a British producer as well. I have one made by a Greek uh, reggae uh, producer uh, called Mr. Skunk. Uh, so. We still have a few more coming, I think, till the end of the year. And we're talking about making, you know, a remix version of the album to, to, to come out maybe maybe at the end of the year. Let's see how yes. it goes. <laughs> uh, um, and and the, in the meanwhile, all these other remixes that aren't on the album, you're releasing them as singles so people can find them as singles. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes, uh, you can find them all on on you know on streaming services everywhere. Yes, look out for anything done by tonight's artist. And by the way, I'm going to take a moment just to let people know, he's Milton Gully, and Gully is spelled G U L L I. So check it out. Check out some of the beautiful productions he's been doing as well. Um, but Milton, you know, with this album, and and I keep coming back to that. And, and it's in your blood, and I think that's what, what reflects, is the sense of Africanism. How does this album differ from the projects you were working on before, you know, from your Afrobeat projects, from your focus on hip-hop as well, whether it be hip-hop in Europe or, or in Africa? Mm -hmm. I think this album is, uh, I, I think it's like a melting pot of, all the music I've worked before, you know, because I feel this album is is uh, a lot African, but has a few hip hop elements as well, has a few electronic, has a few soul and a little bit of funk. So this, these are all, you know, kinds of music that I've been working before. So uh, when, I, when I started thinking about making a solo album, uh, I, uh, I think that happens with a lot of artists that have been working before with other projects and they suddenly decide to do a solo album is what kind of music will I do? What, what's the message that I'm going to, you know, <laughs> yes. best. So 
for me it was it was obvious that I you know should incorporate all the stuff that I'm comfortable working with you know yes so that's how it it went <laughs> and it's and it comes together so beautifully it has all those different elements as you speak about some of it's just like so soulful and then you know another yeah. one's very loungy or as you say very African beautiful the next track we're going to play is a Casimbo tell me about this track I think Casimbo is is probably the song that reflects the the title of the album uh, more you know naturally he, the, uh, that song talks about all those people that come out of the suburbs every day to go work in the big city you know cleaning ladies you know the the security guards and even kids that come every day to the city to try to sell some stuff so it's kind of a tribute to all those kind of invisible people you know that work every day in, in, in Maputo and in a lot of people's houses. And uh, at, at the end of the day, they all have to go back to their neighborhoods in, you know, cramped uh, public transport. And uh, it, it, for me, it's a tribute to all, all, all of those people, you know. Beautiful. Casimbo <laughs> means, uh, it's like uh, that, uh, I don't know how you say it, the, that fog that you have in the morning, Yes. Uh, yes. I don't know how. To, morning. Know morning fog. Yes. Morning fog. Yeah. Yes. And I think especially when you're in coastal coastal places, when it's at yeah. the coast, there's that yeah. sea fog that comes in the morning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Milton Gully with us on the World Show, and of course we are celebrating his album Cotidiano. Please keep those comments coming. You can uh, post on the page The World Show with Nikki B on Facebook, and uh, Nikki B Global on Twitter and Instagram. But also look out for Milton Gully on all the so socials. Give him some love. Give him some feedback. Five nine on the street and on the air. How soulful is that? Absolutely beautiful. Kasimba, of course, he's with us on the world show. Milton Gully. I was just saying, your voice, Milton, your voice. <laughs> you, you are like a great soul singer, I'm telling you. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, soulful. And, and you are singing on all the tracks on the album. Yes. 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 Now tell me one thing, I've, I want to squeeze in two more songs, I really want to share them for the feature, so we're going to make these chats short. But one thing, you're an artist who has performed, performing's been part of your life for a long time. Is there any plan to perform alongside this album? Yes, I did a few shows here in, in, uh, in, in Portugal this year, and uh, I did one show in Mozambique before you know the pandemic it was the last show i did before the pandemic in uh, in, in maputo yeah but i've been playing I'm, i'm hoping to do more shows next year uh let's see how it goes because uh this year it's been a little bit difficult because there are a lot of artists the the most of the artists that are being booked this year are artists that were booked in 2020 and 2021 oh yes 
So they're being rescheduled. So it's it's been a little difficult, but we're still doing some some shows this year. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, just as an artist, because I think that the industry, it, in, so many artists suffered so much with the um, you know the lockdown with the pandemic. Yeah. How was it for you? Was it a space where you went into studio and worked, or how was it for you as an artist creating in Europe? Uh, you know, I, I took that time to to give the the last retouches to the album. You know, there was a lot of time that I didn't do absolutely nothing. I think. <laughs> like I, I suppose it's time, yes, that we took <laughs> time out. Yeah. Yes. But it was, it was, you know, it, I think it was difficult for everybody, not only artists, you know, because suddenly you're stuck in your house, you have to stay there and you cannot see your family. And it was a really hard time. And hopefully this will not happen, you know, so soon, another epidemic, uh, you know, like this. So I hope next year everything will be back to normal fully like it was before well let's hope <laughs> well we're getting there from the state of things in Joburg we're definitely getting there there's a lot yeah. to see and enjoy let's hear the track Puto tell me a little bit about it before I share it oh Puto is a song about you know uh, street kids you know uh, uh, and there's a, there's, there's a lot in, in, in Mozambique in Maputo especially and it's you know about their everyday life, their hopes and dreams, their you know schemes to get money every day, and <laughs> it's 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 all about that. Beautiful, thank you, Milton Gully on the World Show, off his album Cotidiano. Coming up now is Puto. Kaya 959. Yes, the track is Puto. From tonight's guest, Milton Gully. And Milton, thank you so much um, for joining us tonight and uh, blessing us with your beautiful sounds. As I said, we've got to get you to perform here in South Africa. <laughs> but one more question. All your music is available, as you say, on all digital platforms. But thinking about the remixes, are you also going to release on vinyl at any point? I don't know. Maybe we're we're we are. I'm talking about that with the record label, hopefully, or maybe you know some singles in vinyl. I don't know uh, because vinyl is expensive to do. You know. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's possible. Yes, but in the meanwhile, everyone get to whatever platform it is and get your copy of this beautiful album, Cotidiano. We're going to end with one last track off the album, and this is another one that's blown me away. I'm not sure if I played it. I think I played it once on the show. It's called Erare Humanum Est. You pronounce the title for me, please, with your Portuguese accent. <laughs> oh, that title is actually in in Latin. Oh, so in, I wasn't so far off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Erare Humanum Est. That's actually a cover from a very famous Brazilian uh, artist called Jorge Ben. He's like one of the old guys from Brazilian music, and I'm a big fan of of, of him. So uh, I was planning to do a cover of this song for a long time, and I, I think it worked perfectly because it sounds really different than the, the yes. original, but you still can find some similarities in it, you know. Now you're <laughs> actually ringing a bell. And what is the yeah. song about? 
the song is about uh, you know that uh, curiosity that that uh, humanity has to to discover new places and go to you know go to the universe go to the moon that uh, that natural curiosity that humankind has to you know to explore and and discover new places and new universes and stuff like that <laughs> yeah Thank you so much. What a beautiful message to end the feature with. Yeah. Milton Gully on the World Show. Get the album Cotidiano. Yes, uh, Brother George Maniosi is up next with Jazzing It Up. So don't go anywhere because, you know, it is the best music on Kaya 959. From me, Nikki B, to you, whatever else you do this week, make sure that you keep shining. And, of course, keep it Kaya. Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. on Kaya 959.